You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode of the Sportsman's Nation is brought to you by Outdoor Edge and their complete lineup of replaceable blade knives, fixed blade knives, and game processing kits. Now, we've all been there before, trying to field dress your wild game with a dull knife. This is where Outdoor Edge really steps in. With the Razor Safe system, you can have a brand new razor sharp blade with just the push of a button. No more dull blades and no more problems processing your wild game. To check out all of the products from Outdoor Edge, visit OutdoorEdge.com. And at checkout, enter the discount code NATION30. That's N-A-T-I-O-N-3-0 for 30% off of your purchase. The Houndsman XP podcast is fueled by Joy Dog Food. Joy Dog Food has a rich tradition of supporting the Houndsmen of America. Founded in 1945, Joy is proud of its history and the relationship it has built with the American Houndsmen. And in 76 years, there's never been a recall. Made with 100% American-made high-quality ingredients, Joy Dog Food has one of the highest calorie-dense formulas on the market. For 76 years, this Made in America product has kept hunting dogs in the field day after day, season after season. And when we say Made in America, Joy has a long track record of fighting for American freedoms by being on the front lines against the animal rights movement and their extremist tactics. Joy will fuel your hounds and fight for your freedoms, fueled by Joy. This is the Houndsman XP Podcast. Good dog, get that bear. Get that bear in there. The original podcast for the complete houndsman. The podcast that represents our lifestyle of extreme performance. Get up here! Yeah! 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 Good boy! 
uniting houndsmen across the globe from east to west, north to south. You know, if you're going to catch a cat or a lion, you know, you have to have teamwork. We take you to the wildest places on earth. Yeah, so how many, day, how many days a week do you spend on As much as I can, to be honest with you. Anytime that I get, I'm, I'm out there. Join us for every heart-pounding adventure on Houndsman XP. I'll tell you like I tell everyone else. I'm going to hunt whether you're here or not, so you might as well be here. Hey, everybody. This is Chris, and I'm going to do a pre-roll on the truth. I don't usually do pre-rolls on the truth. I just let the madness and lunacy take care of itself on this episode every week. But there are a couple things that I need to address, and first is the showdown between Josh and I. On February 16th, we are going to have a live debate on Crowdcast about big game hounds versus competition coon hounds, and specifically about his bold statement that big game hounds do not perform at the pinnacle of what we can do with the hound. Really what was said was uh, Josh made the statement that coon hounds competing at the big money hunts are the pinnacle of what we can do with the hound. And we're going to resolve that issue on February 16th on Crowdcast. And you can find all the information you need to tune in live for that event on our social media platforms, the Houndsman XP podcast group. On Facebook is where the announcement was made. You won't want to miss this main event. Head over to our Facebook group at Houndsman XP Podcast Group and register. Follow the instructions. It's all right there. You're going to have to register for the event, save it, put it on your calendars, and tune in with us for a lot of fun. While we are talking about the Houndsman XP podcast group, that is the place where we make all of the announcements about the animal rights movement and what they're doing to take away our freedoms. Our most recent post has to do with North Carolina. North Carolina is looking for your opinion and your comments in support of bear hunting. And this affects every houndsman. I can't say this enough. I know you get tired of hearing it. I don't like talking about it. I wish I never had to talk about it again. But every time we give up ground to the animal rights movement and they take away small freedoms one at a time, we lose ground. I don't care if you're a competition coon hunter or you're a big game hunter. It affects all of us. We've got to stand together on this and fight against any and all attempts to erode our freedoms. It's bear hunting today, but when they're not successful with that, then they're going to come after your freedom to possess a dog, how you house your dog, where, what temperatures they can be outside. If we keep sitting back and letting them take one small freedom at a time, I promise you it will come down to the fact that you will need to have your dog in a certified safety seat or seat belt before you can even transport it down the road. Don't be complacent. It is coming to a council meeting near you. Nobody is going to fight this fight for you. We have to mobilize. We have to take them head on and stand our ground. Enough of that talk. Let's get into Josh. Man, he rakes Finley over the coals in this one. Uh, It's a great, great conversation. I think you're really going to enjoy it. The 
Old South Dog Box is shaken. Let's get the tailgate down and dump the box. Southern Hound Hunting Magazine is the most comprehensive magazine that represents your lifestyle as a houndsman. If you can hunt it with a hound, it is being covered in the pages of Southern Hound Hunting Magazine. You also get an in-depth look at the men and women who are engaged in this lifestyle, living it every day to the fullest. From the Rocky Mountains to the Southern Swamps and across the ocean with articles about our international houndsmen and what they're chasing across the pond. Go to southernhoundhunting.com, get your subscription for $15 a year. Southern Hound Hunting Magazine, promoting the fair chase experience. Yeah, do that, Finley. Is yours? I don't have any service. We have AT&T, not Verizon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're recording. We are. And this is The Truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network. This is the Circle Points edition. We're doing circle points from the... Can- oh, Jed, set your drink on the floor so it didn't bang on the table. I'm so proud of you. Hey, I'm coming up in this world. My little man's growing up. <laughs> well, we are. Right. it's Lone Star Week. It is the Lone Star Five. It is our favorite week of the year. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, without I mean, a doubt. I mean, I like the world hunt, but it ain't like this. Yeah. And uh, that was a good introduction, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, the truth, Houndsman XP Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> and we are joined, as always, on Circle Points by Mr. Jed Finley. And this time we have a special guest who I think. Surely can tell some stories about our regular guest, Mr. Jed Finley, Mr. Kevin Ellis. Kevin, how are you? I'm good, bud. I, I would say there's several stories we can probably go into here. Good, because we want to hear them. <laughs> but it is Lone Star Week. We are at camp. We are at our winter home. Uh, when we left North Missouri, it was negative five. It was cold. Six. 60 mile an hour winds it felt like lots of snow yeah it had snowed we had a good winter up until then but it seems like every year absolutely right as soon as we leave for texas is when it gets bad and when it gets bad in texas is when y'all show up (laughs) yeah we've been 70 degrees and everything's good and you boys roll in and here comes the blizzard behind you (laughs) that's right yeah yeah but you're bad in texas ain't quite as bad as what we're used to well last year was bad though Yes. You guys had that bad storm. All the pipes froze. Everything was a mess. Because I remember when I came down for the shootout, that was after how much snow did you guys have, Kevin? Uh, I think we had like eight inches of snow yeah. and stayed here for five, six days. Yeah, got below zero. That just I doesn't mean, happen here. No. You guys just aren't set up for it. No. Aren't equipped for it. No, not at all. But, I mean, if you can deal with Jed Finley <laughs> for six days a year, seven days a year during low storm, we surely you can deal with the blizzard. Uh, that is true, and now I have to deal with him more because the other hunts down here are showing up far yeah. now. So yeah, I kind of move into camp, you know, the yeah. whole winter you, time. Did you home. get black IP entries? No, not this year. We're not going to be down at the black IP this year. Probably a good idea. 
Yeah. We haven't we haven't hunted as hard as we should have. No, no, I'll be probably mountain lion hunting at yeah. that time. So yeah, hopefully I'll be out there with you. Yeah. All right, so we're joined by Kevin. We come down to camp every year. Camp is our second home. Uh, we love it down here. The hospitality is fantastic, thanks to Mr. Kevin and Miss Karen. And it's always nice. Now, Jed's been down here for 21 years. 21 years. This is your this 21st year. year. Yep. 2001 was the first year you came down here. Yep. And I think we've talked about that on the I'll, podcast yep. before. I was just a young kid at the time. Yeah. Got, it was a... It was unbelievable, let me tell you. So we're going to try to do, we're going to kind of do like a history of camp first. I want to know about, because I mean, how long has this building been here? Uh, we started working on it probably about 97. Yeah, 97. Yeah. Now, how long you guys had the property? Uh, for a little over 100 years, yeah. probably. Yeah, it, was my, I mean, it was my great-grandfather's property, it's so just we've been a, here. It's such a special place. I mean, it ain't, which, how many places do we travel a year, Jed? Oh, a I lot. mean, everywhere. This does feel like home. Yeah. Every time I've come down here, I don't ever want to leave. Now, in the summer, I'll leave because <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> I try to get him to come down, and I try to get both of y'all to come in the summer, about yep. July and August, and come yep. stay with me for about mm-hmm. a week here. But nope. y'all won't have no part of it. <laughs> hey, we're good. When I come down for Kevin's oldest daughter's wedding, yeah. when Katie got married, I'm telling you, you want to talk about hot and sticky. <laughs> Every time I, and I come down for the graduations, it was hot and sticky. It is. You walk outside and you start sweating. That ain't my style. No. No, we ain't, we ain't built for it. No. We ain't equipped for it. Absolutely not. All right, you guys are going to have to keep the conversation going for like two minutes while I get up and put this dog out. That Someone let Bogan in yeah. while, we, while we started yeah, the podcast. He's, he's making the rounds here. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have the whole place destroyed if we ain't careful. So you guys just talk about something. But no, the, the way Kevin and I became friends was in 2001. You guided me at the Lone Star 5000 four nights in a row. Yes. And we come back here to your camp, and uh, we hunted and hunted and hunted and became good friends after that. Um, To start out with, I didn't even know who Kevin Ellis was. And, uh, you know, he was guiding me. He said, hey, next year you just come stay at my camp. And I thought, "Uh uh-uh, I don't know this dude. (laughs) Now, when we... When you say come stay at camp, because I remember what it was like the first year I come down here, which had been six years ago. Yeah. And we had the, remember the Chewbacca rat mm-hmm. that was in here? Yes. <laughs> but right now, I mean, we got leather furniture. We've got a nice fancy bar. We've got a big screen TV. We got comfortable living areas. We got, I mean, this place is deluxe right yes. now. Yeah, yes. we're we're moving up over the years. We <laughs> yeah. we keep adding on every year. So, and you know, Finley, he's a little high tech anyway. You know, you got to got to have the good stuff for him to hang around. Yeah, he's high maintenance. That's yeah. what Jed is. But in two thousand one, when Jed first come down, I was guiding non hunting guide for the Lone Star, and you know, I met him. He was just a big kid. I was you know a little older, not much older, but yeah. me and him just kind of struck a conversation, you know, and started talking and. You know, it just went from there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and like this country here, y'all hunt. I mean, I always wanted to share that with, with you guys that come down and always yeah. take these guys from out of state to some good country. I know because we come from coon country and everyone says, well, your dogs in the north can't tree coons in the south. I said, well, we go down to Texas, we tree coons all the time. But they also don't understand the kind of hunting that you're turning us It's just as good at the ha- at here as it is at the house. Yeah. It's fantastic. Absolutely. 
I mean, fantastic. I mean, the woods right here behind camp is clean and good, and there's coons all over it. Mm -hmm. The ones down there by house and stuff are just dynamic. I mean, it's good, good country. It ain't like they they think we're coming down here and we got it tough in Texas. (laughs) And I noticed that the first year I hunted down here because I hunted with a dollar. I had a dollar the first year I come down. And they turned us loose in some yopon thickets and stuff. And, man, we... We ran hogs all night. I think we may have treed one coon. And I thought, man, this hunting's tough down here. And I said, Jed, how'd you do? He goes, well, we treed seven. <laughs> you know, trader treed three, another dog treed three, another dog treed one. I said, man, you guys got oh, dogs looking good, yeah. And then I come over here and hunted where they were hunting. I was like, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is awesome hunting. Yeah, it's God's country for coon yeah. hunting. And, I mean, basically any style of hunting, between hog hunting, deer hunting, um, coon hunting it's just it's primo kevin how long so you said you started you built camp in 90 97 98 what was it like when you first built it it was just this just tin building with this with the sleeping quarters here and yeah. we just over the years added on insulation you know, on the back part and you know and how all this began me and a good friend of mine donnie dogay we hog hunted all the time and you know we camped in a trailer somewhere and 20 degrees and the wind blowing and we you know we just decided one day hey we're gonna put a camp together and start just adding on to it and that's what it's this is what it is today so i mean it's it's awesome oh it's a when we when i first come down here kevin goes you stay at camp and i thought oh so i come out and you know hung out you know i was like man that's a good spot to go out and stay you know so i took him up on his offer and uh when I first started staying here, it was dirt floor in here where we're sitting now. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. mean, you track dirt everywhere. And since we, I mean, to let people describe where we're sitting now, we're sitting in a nice oak table next to a big wood fireplace. It'll get hot. Yeah, it'll get, it got hot last <laughs> night. And on a con- nice concrete floor, we're surrounded by mounts and taxidermy. There's a nice bar right over there in the corner, full kitchen, blackstone grill. I mean, pretty nice. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this place is pretty nice. But when you first started, you know, dirt floors <laughs> wasn't yeah. like this. No. Not at all. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, it's, it was as clean as you could keep it clean. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly. But, I mean, the thing that that's the best about out here is you hear nothing. Yep. You can yeah. sleep out here at any time of the day. Night, it's... Finley, you absolute. can sleep on the side of the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotten a little better. I mean, he would. He sleeps more than anybody I know. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always the one. I was up the other morning when we went duck hunting. I was waiting on Kevin. Now, Kevin, tell the truth. How long did you wait? Five minutes. Ten. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> I'm surprised he was up before you got here. I'm still impressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, we loved when I come down. Kevin and I always like to go duck hunting. Yeah, and. uh well, Kevin's always going duck hunting. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, uh, so I I got down here, and we're going duck hunting tomorrow morning. Sounds good, you know. Well, I actually got up on time, which doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. I've been woke up by dogs in bed with me that were soaking <laughs> wet because I didn't get up to go duck hunting. I mean, that just happens. <laughs> so, I mean, he does have a point about me coon hunting all night and then getting up to go duck hunting. I say, in Jed's defense, usually we get in pretty late. Because I love to duck hunt. Right. I love to duck hunt. And Kevin will be, 
hunting with us one night. Like, you going to duck up in the morning? It's already 3 a.m. I yeah. said, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm just going to crash it out See, here I always got to make the mistake. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. yeah. No, I always tell Kevin no. <laughs> that's my first that, that, That's my first response always is, no, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then I figure if I want to go, I'll just wake up and go. Yep. So, Kevin, when you met Jed, you said he was a big kid and you guys just kind of hit it off. But... I've known Jed for 10 years now. How does that even happen? I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. It's, it's still a mystery. It's, you know, I, one of the one thing I remember about Jed, you know, you could tell his determination. He, he was a big kid, but you could tell in the coon hunting world that he was determined on what he was doing. And what really struck it off with us, we were going across the field that first night he hunted with me, and there were some deer out in that field, and he hit them with his light, and he goes, what are those? <laughs> and I said, "Those are white tails." He goes, "I've got house dogs bigger than them. Are, are they? Are they babies?" And I go, "No, them are full-grown East Texas white tail." Yeah. And he says, "You need to see the deer we have in Iowa." Mm-hmm. And then, hey, I'm a so big, that, I'm a big bow yeah, hunter. That and, makes sense now. And so the next night at the clubhouse, there's, he was there, and me and him just started talking. We drawed out again, and. Mm-hmm. Just kind of went from there. Yeah, because, you know? I mean, Jed's an acquired taste. Right. You know, you, it ain't like you just hit it off with Jed immediately. <laughs> you yeah. know, me and Jed, because I told my first impression of Jed yeah. the first time I met him. Mm-hmm. Man, I, about five minutes in, I'm like, who in the F is this guy? I can't stand this dude. <laughs> but it took a little while, and then, you know, I got a cuss, and I like him now. You know, he's like a brother, but it ain't like just, oh, you know, love at first sight type deal <laughs> usually ain't with Finley. Right. <laughs> And I think at that time he was just getting started good, and he didn't have, you know, he wasn't, he was pretty low, low keyed at that yeah. time. Yeah, I was you know. very low key. Yes, hot tempered and low keyed. Yes, <laughs> and the temper come on later. Yeah, you know, I mean, I have left here at two o'clock in the morning to go to the clubhouse with a <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, well. Finley, how much time's left in the hunt? Ten minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. What is uh? Because I remember I drew Finley one night down here. You picked us up over here by a lake. Mm-hmm. And me and Jed, Jed tried to screw me out of the cast with like five minutes left after I won it. After he won the cast for me, right? And then tried to screw me out of it. Long story. I got a kick out of it. I drove down here with him. Yeah. I think it was the first year I came. It was because I was hunting, hunting dollar. dollar. Yeah, I was hunting dollar. You were hunting trader. And uh, Kevin come, and you, we were down here on the White Rock Road, and you come picked us up. It was a, it was pretty late, because we mm-hmm. walked. I had to go get that boy's dog and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we'd walk quite a while, and Kevin come picked us up. I thought, man, Kevin just comes pick you up? He goes, oh, yeah, Kevin come pick me up. He'll but, come pick me up anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he has. And he you has. ought to see some of the places I've picked that's him what up I at. Want, that's <laughs> what I want to know. What is your best Jed after a cast story? You got a good one? After the cast or, or oh, during oh, or I I have a favorite. All right, I want to hear your version and then we'll hear Kevin's version of the same my, story. My absolute favorite time Kevin come pick me up, but I drove my, my S10 down here. Mm-hmm. Well, we thought it was a ball joint went out, so I had the ball <laughs> joint replaced. Oh, wait, is that when uh, they were working on was it with it Katie torch. that was little? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Katie yeah. was little, and she yeah. said, Mr. J, you're at the wrong place. <laughs> this, this is, is a bad a, place. This is not a nice place. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I was, I drew out, of, I, we were down in Iola, and we drew south to the power plant, 
and it come a storming. And I mean, we got a lot of rain that night in a bunch. And uh, I called Kevin. I was coming out, and my tire just moved. I couldn't drive it no more. Well, it wasn't the ball joint. It was wheel bearings. We went out. <clears throat> and uh, so I called Kevin. I'm like, dude, I'm in a bad pinch. You know, I need, need you to bring a trailer and come pick me up. What'd Kevin do? Got a trailer and come pick me up. He come by, come across, got me, and turned that truck around. We got my truck loaded, and when we come back out, it was up to the doors on that pickup. Really, on the water, water was on the county road. Yes, yeah. coming over the road. Yeah, it was, and I mean that. I mean, not too often do you get somebody out of bed at two o'clock in the morning. That's one of those times when you ask yourself, "Why do you mess with <laughs> Finley?" You was know, you cussing what? Finley? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because I've never met with me, other than me, I've never met somebody like myself who was friends with Jed, but just cusses him all the time. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was one of them deals where, man, it was. Did you goodness. did you win the cast? No, I did not. And but you got the S ten hauled to the not so good place. No, I got it hauled to the good place. See, uh-huh. when I went into town, Kevin told I thought Kev, I could see this little shop over here to the left. Well, Kevin told me to take a right, but I seen the little spot over to the left. So I was like, oh, he must have met left. Well, I pulled in there. <laughs> Kevin, who's lived here all his life, <laughs> yeah. got his directions wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, it was right there at the intersection. So I'm like, ah, oh, he must have met a left. So I pull in there. And little did I know it was a not a real good place. As Miss Katie would say, it was yeah. just not a nice place, Jed. Yeah. And uh, so... Karen Katie pulled up and proceeded to tell me it wasn't a good place. And next thing I know, here comes Kevin. And he was, a, you know, working. He was a deputy at the time. And he walks up, and this place scatters. There's not a person you can see <laughs> except the one man that's under my truck with a torch. <laughs> and I thought, whoa. In, in my I'm... business, that's a clue. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, maybe I ain't at a good place. When the, when the deputy shows up. And this place just vanishes with people. It ain't good. <laughs> sure enough, it wasn't a good place. But the next day, we ended up getting it all fixed up. And and, that, and that's the year you left. And when you left out, yep, snow from Oklahoma yep. to yep. They had the big ice storm up there, and all them the poles were the big poles were snapped off yeah. and everything. It was bad. Yeah. What year was that? Oh, I can't even remember. If you'd have had Katie your S- was if you'd had your S ten, Katie a long was three, time. I think two or three. What dog were you hunting? I was Whitey? hunting Whitey and Hope, so it yeah. had to be four to- or five. It was, I was going to say two thousand four, probably yep. or five, maybe. Yep. Taylor was with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was, it was actually two thousand three, I think. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was two thousand three, two thousand three or two thousand four. Yeah, it was. It was a long time ago. How long, and I don't even, I should know this. I should have done some backstory. How long has the Jewett Classic and the Iola Lone Star 5000 been going on? I'm not 100% sure. It's over 20 years. Really? Because it was, it might have been in one or two years, you know, before yeah. I started coming down. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to say it was around 2099 when Noah Powell got me involved mm-hmm. in coming over and taking cast. Yeah. As far as taking cats, now Kevin, you've had dogs and hunted with dogs. I mean, as far as hogs and coons, and right? I was I was grew up, you know, my da- with my dad right here on this place in this country, you know, coon hunting. And then when I got up into high school and out of high school, something changed with us around here, 
and that was hogs. Mm -hmm. And then we started hog hunting. Yeah. When did the dogs. when did the hog that was about when the hogs when, came in? Probably I was let's see, what'd be probably ninety two, yeah. somewhere in there, ninety one, ninety two, we started seeing a few hogs in this country and you know, a good friend of mine, like I say, Donnie Dogay, the one that me and him built this camp. And, you know, back then, you loved to ride two days, you know, horseback with a set of dogs and finally come across a hog. They weren't like they are now. Yeah. But How long did it take them to go from that to all of a sudden you could find them pretty regularly? Not long at all. Yeah. Yeah, they just multiplied and just keep keep multiplying. Because I know. know it was last year we went with thermals. Mm -hmm. And I mean just you and Hal took were gracious enough to make me and Jay, and if anybody hasn't seen that footage, it's on Infected Outdoors if you subscribe to them on, subscribe to them on YouTube. But just the sheer amount of hogs on them ranches that we were hunting were just astounding, mm -hmm. especially that first night. Yeah. I mean, what did we see that night? Three or 400 hogs probably? Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. And so it just didn't take them long. Now, were the dogs... Uh, were the hog dogs a big deal right from the get-go as soon as the hogs showed up, or did that take a while to come in behind them? It, it, not as, as much as it is now. Yeah. Back then, it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of hunters, but it was a few. Yeah. And what kind of dogs were they that you guys we just were run, usually? just cur dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Have catch dogs and all that stuff, yeah. too. Catch the bulldogs and that kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. And you had, you've you know, had coon hounds, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they weren't trader dogs, though. <laughs> no, no. I, I told Jed here a while back. I, you know, when we started hunting, I hunted with a guy over at Crockett, Alvin Murray, and we had, you know, he had a lot of dogs, and I hunted with him. And Gold Creek Mundo mm -hmm. was the dogs back then. Oh, I remember, yeah, Mundo. Yeah, yeah that he had a, they had a Gold Creek Splash and Gold Creek Spike, and yeah. You know, just phenomenal dogs. They hunted a lot of competitions with yeah. that kind of stuff. Mundo, by, by all accounts, Mundo was a dynamic dog. I mean, everybody you hear about talking about mm -hmm. Old Creek Mundo is a good dog. But one of the reasons that we're doing this podcast and one of the reasons that the Lone Star 5000, as like me and Jed talked about earlier, is going to be probably the last open event to ever be held. I mean, I think mm -hmm. it's the, the greatest open event on Absolutely. the planet. It's going to be this and Michigan Madness are going to be in a foot race for whoever ends the open but, event era. But uh, for lifetime length, yeah, there's nothing that's going to top the Lone Star. I don't think so. Because either. it's been going on a lot longer than Michigan Even, Madness. But it's just such a unique area. Yes. Because you think of Texas and you don't think you don't necessarily think of coon dogs at the first. Absolutely not. But the the, the PKC World Champions right up here in Buffalo. And and Clom and Caldwell and Chris Collins and Joe Manning and Guy Manning. And Guy Manning who's a legend and all these guys are in right in this area you know and it's just such a unique mm -hmm. place on the planet and i don't know i just can't understand what makes this i mean yeah there's great coon hunting but there's great coon hunting in a lot of places mm -hmm. i just don't understand what this makes this it's like it's its own culture yep you know it's its own area it's got its own houndsman it's like there's the rest of the planet and then there's east texas yeah you know and i mean it's just completely different when you get down here and i i'm just uh, fascinated by it and how that it, that it operates and the hound hound houndsmen that are in it because there's some real legends down here mm -hmm. you you talk about guy manning i remember i was probably 16 17 years old still in high school going to the state hunt guy manning was just what he is today you know with there with yeah. three or four or five dogs mm -hmm. and and just solid and he's yeah. it's phenomenal that 
I go still today and see him at these hunts and how long and he's he, still competing. Yes, and how long yeah. he's been there and how long he's done it. And, you know, I, I got to see something last year with the guy, with the youth, mm-hmm. you know, with these kids that he does and all that. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of history right here, really. Now, Kevin, you've lived here all your life, right? Correct. Yep. What makes this place so much different than the rest of the state and really the rest of the country? Uh, to me, this is home. I mean, yeah. that's just, you know, but you got, you got these river bottoms, this trendy river bottom, this old big timber back here, this open timber, and it's just it's just phenomenal to me. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, y'all talk about coon hunting, same way with duck hunting. When, that's, yeah. when that country floods and them, them green heads <laughs> falling through them big oaks, you know, and it's just, it's, yeah. just, it's all I know. It's all I'll ever know. Yeah. I know, what year was it, 17 when all this was flooded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And me and Kevin took a boat ride, and the stuff that we hunted last night was and the, every year that yeah we hunt. was under six seven foot of water. Yep. A lot of it. I mean, it just for one, it cleaned that whole timber up down there on How <laughs> down there below How. I mean, that's, that's about as clean of woods as there is on the planet right yep. now. Yep. But when when people from outside of Texas think of Texas, it's you know there's not a lot of public land. You know there's private ground rights are so you know determined and set in stone and stuff you know and dogs kind of go where they want and so it's kind of hard but in this area everybody kind of understands that the lone star 5000 is going on and you know dogs do what dogs do and that just ain't everywhere but the people down here just think differently i mean it's more of a family family and they understand hunting you know they understand cultural differences right you know they understand a deer hunter they understand a hog hunter they understand coon hunting you know it's just they're more diverse down here i think than anywhere else in the country and and the good part about right here you know there's still a lot of big country yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of ranchers that run cattle yeah. on these you know and, and that's changing fast is it yeah it's changing i mean a big center ranch here you know mm-hmm. ten thousand acre ranch just sold no and, kidding. and they're breaking it sold. they're breaking it in 10 acre tracks yeah, and it's it's pretty heart but, heartbreaking to see it happening. But yeah. you know, but still, there's a lot of lot of big places here that'll stay, you know, and it'll always be, you know, good country to hunt. Because I've been <clears throat> my last job before I went to work for Joy, I we did construction. I worked on the road a lot, and we did a job in South Texas. I was down there for over a year, around the King Ranch and around all that stuff down around Kingsville and Robstown and Corpus Christi. And if I had control of a nuclear weapon, that's where I'd drop it. I mean, that is the, <laughs> that is that is the most miserable place on the planet. I don't care what anybody says. And I had such a just, we might not be welcome in Texas no more. <laughs> that may not be, but I'm telling you, that place is horrible. It's it's, a, rough, it's rough country. It's a million degrees all the time. Every it is nice in February. You can golf the first week of February, and there's some nice golf courses. But you can't set foot outside off a road. You know, the King Ranch owns everything, mm-hmm. and they're not going to let you on it. They're, the people are kind of not like here. You know, they're not as hospitable. They're not as, as, as keen to having outsiders around. And so I had a pretty ill, you know, it was before I met you, you know, but I had a pretty ill, <laughs> Ill, Ill towards look to, to Texas. I thought, man, I, I don't want to go anywhere near that state. And then Jed talked me into coming down here one year, six years later, or six years ago. And it's just not the same. I mean, Texas is a big place. It is. 
And this area of Texas, it could be its own, you know, state, I think. You know, it's just different. Well, if it was not hot like it is in the summer, mm-hmm. it'd be a place I'd live. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's home. It feels like home. And and like this, this Lone Star 5000, I've always enjoyed taking you guys out and these guys from up north and yeah. different places, you know, through the years. And I've, I've met a lot of people through, yeah. the, you know, hunting and doing that. And I've just enjoyed them getting that opportunity to come to this timber and, mm-hmm. and compete with one another. And I've met a lot of good guys. I've met some guys that are just purity knuckleheads, you know, yeah. that just get aggravated pretty easy. How many of those did Jed bring some of them down? I think he's related to half <laughs> of them. No. <laughs> Briar Creek Kennels is your complete hound hunting outfitter. Boots, lights, collars, and tracking equipment. Dog boxes, kennel supplies, collars, clothes, squalors. Whew, they have it all. Briar Creek Kennel is a garment and dog tree dealer. Owner Chris Girth will ensure Briar Creek Kennel customers will get top of the industry customer service. Whether you purchase from their website or you find them at a major coonhound event, Chris and his staff will share expert knowledge and experience about every product they offer. Chris Girth is a top competitor and breeder of hounds. He knows what gear you need to be successful. Look for Briar Creek Kennels on the web for a complete online store or look at their fully stocked trailer at any major coonhound event. Briar Creek Kennels, offering a hound hunting public generations of excellence. Hey, I, I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to make the story quick. I'm going to make ahead. the story quick. You don't uh, even have to make it quick. we got plenty of time. Well, it's kind of a long story, but I wished I knew the gentleman's name that we were hunting with that night. There was a guy on the cast, and when I when I got it, I, t- I made every step with him. Mm-hmm. You know, because I – and Jed can tell you, if I say, hey, you know, I've had them guys tell me, hey, the dogs are treed right here. We need to go this way. I said, well, I'll tell you what, y'all go that way. Yeah. You know, really, if you want to – you need to come go with me. They figured out pretty quick to follow me. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but, but this uh, elderly, older man, you know, he was a very nice gentleman, and there was a guy on the cast, and this guy was just giving him grief all night. His dog, this young boy's dog, just he should have pulled him out of the hunt. It, the hunt, he was done. And got down, not much time left, and that boy, that dog, they, they got leashed up, and I don't know how much minus this young boy was, you know. And the older man was winning the cast. He, uh, they, they cut loose, and that that young boy's dog went in there and struck. And I mean, just tree, just I mean, just hammered right there. And that boy looked at that old man. He said, "That's what I'm talking about. That's how that dog should have been doing all night. <laughs> that dog should be kicking y'all, you know, on and on and on." And I thought, boy, I don't see how that old man takes that. You know, him being so arrogant to him. We walk in there to this tree, and it is a persimmon tree, about twenty foot tall. <laughs> And sitting right up in the top of it is the biggest, fattest, smilingest possum you've ever seen in your life. That old man looks over to that boy and he says, man, that is a coon dog. He said, he run all the hair off that one. (laughs) And turned around and walked out. And I thought to myself, that is what I've been waiting on all night right there. Did Jed, do you know who that was? It wasn't me. I'll promise you. you. I figured Jed was that young kid. (laughs) No, no, no. So, but, I, but I've had a lot of fun through the years, you know, guiding and taking these guys. So, But when Kevin says he walks every step, yeah. he does walk every step. When he was taking them casts, he walked. And there wasn't time. 
you listen to him because mm-hmm. he knows these woods like the back. Well, of his back hand. before we had bird's eye. Oh, and absolutely. back before we had the doctors with the good maps and mm-hmm. all that stuff, you had to have a good guy mm-hmm. because especially down here, you know, there'd be even if you had a map, like I can look at my map and be like, oh, it's just a hundred yards through this right. timber, you know, I'll walk to him, but there may be a yopon thicket. You know, in between him and you, there may be, mm-hmm. who knows what's in between it. So you got to have a pretty good guide. Mm-hmm. And there aren't very many guides anymore. Like, if I'm in Indiana, I don't care if a guide goes with me or not. No, no. Because I can usually get, unless there's some strip mines or something like yep. that, you know, I can get my way around with just my maps. But down here, it's different. Yeah. I mean, I remember. Because you get stuck in one of them Yopon thickets. Uh, it ain't pretty. Joe Manning. I love Joe Manning, but if he's listening to this. I got, we got into a flooded, miserable mess one night, and it looked like I could just get right to this black and tan that I was trying to catch for Gene Jigger's boy, mm-hmm. and I thought I could just walk right to him, and Joe was sitting in the truck, and I would have, I would have loved to have Joe with me right then to tell me not to go that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because sometimes it's just like that. It's a different country as far as, uh, there's a lot of off game we ain't used to. Absolutely. There's hogs. Armadillas. There's armadillas. There's so many deer sometimes in places. You know, the deer are real spotty, but in places they're so thick that it's mm-hmm. worse than home. But there is a lot of raccoons. Yes. And so when we're getting a dog ready for this, sometimes it's easier to just get down here early mm-hmm. and, and turn the dogs loose here. Yep. You know, we got, we got all the run of camp. We got all this ground right here to hunt. And what I've always liked about Kevin is that he goes with us. Even when he's got to work the next day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or he's got to do something else. And yep. he, the last thing he wants to do when it's cold is go following one of Jed's dogs around hey. all over the place. Now, the reason he does it, he still gets that itch. Oh, I know he does. He yeah, misses do. those coon dogs. Yeah. Because yeah. I can tell you one thing. I don't know how many times I've heard, I'm going to have a dog next year. Yeah. I'm going to have a dog next year. Yeah. One of these years, he's going to shock us. I hope. It, I do, too. <laughs> Hey, I think Kevin might be good. Hope Kevin, tra- I just hope it's a trader. <laughs> Kevin would make a good handler. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jed. Jed usually breaks me from that when we go <laughs> seven miles. <laughs> you know, uh, there, the, the sun's coming up, and we're and I and I tell him every time. Now I remember why I quit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kevin always we always do this thing where you know we're having a real good hunt. Oh, we've had a lot of good hunts right here at the slough. On down to the yeah. Trinity River. Kevin is notorious for one more drop. But yeah. in our defense, it's usually Kevin that talks us into it. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I remember, we're the, having first, a great I remember the first year when we were over here, we're treating all kinds of cairns, but it's cold and nasty and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the weather would come in, and Kevin goes, I got a deer feeder right here. Yeah. Yeah. Just send them right down that ditch. We'll get them off that feeder. How'd that hunt go, Jim? About you five that? hours later, we got dogs <laughs> rounded up. <laughs> Because there was a hog underneath that feeder, I yes. do believe. No, it was a deer because Duds ran it, and Duds wouldn't—he didn't run any hogs. Well, it—it it was whatever it was. Yeah, it, was it, not wasn't a coon, a it wasn't climbing. Whatever it was didn't live here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin, you've been dealing with Jed twenty-one years now. Yes. You met him. Uh, he come down to Katie's wedding. He come down to. He comes down hunting every year. You guys are pretty good friends. What is the one story about Finley that you want to tell everybody? There's got to be one. That, that's, that's family. That's PG-13. Do you have any PG-13 stories about Finley that you want to share? 
Man. <laughs> that, narrow, that narrows that, it down yeah, to that, one or two. Though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that, you put the PG-13 in, I'm done. There's no stories. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, Jeb, what I'm trying to think. One I mean, there's thing, there's one been thing several. most people don't know about Finley, anything. I'm a heck of a hunter. Yeah. <laughs> no, we uh, there's or trader, because trader spent a lot of years down here too. Yeah. Yep. Trader and Whitey. Oh, you got it. I got it. <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> On a twenty mile walk one night. Yeah. Yeah. Trader treat a bobcat. Whitey. 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 Oh, treat, it was Whitey. Yeah. Whitey treat a bobcat. Three, five miles from this camp, right here. I've quit Jed. Sent him across that last bottom. I said, you go over there. It I'm going to sit here and I'll wait on Hal's mama's bottom. Yep. Behind Where'd Hal's Where'd you turn loose at? Oh. Uh, back here by the slough. By the, by the, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> evidently, that was the only bobcat in the river bottom. <laughs> <laughs> because Jed goes to the tree, comes back, convinces me he had a cat tree. I'm like, okay, whatever. Let's get the heck out of here. His sun yep. sticks to be in our eyes. Yeah. So we get back to camp. He goes to Centerville the next day. There's a bobcat run over on the highway mm -hmm. three miles from where he treated the night before. He swears up and down <laughs> that that is the same bo To this day, he will argue with yep. me. Yep. That is the same bobcat that that dog treated. Was it not in a straight line from where I come, where that cat was well, treated? Yeah. Straight line. Everything three miles. Is, yeah, everything straight line is north. in a straight line. <laughs> no. <laughs> Depends on which way you draw it. Exactly. It's a straight line, yeah. <laughs> it's the same bobcat. I'm telling you. Did you count the spots? No, I wish I had a collar on him, though. Because I, I wish. The bad thing is I didn't have a gun. Yeah. Since when? I don't even know why we didn't. We thought he, well, he was running hogs. We thought he was running hogs is what we thought. Yeah. And it ended up being that bobcat. He probably was. Because we were, well, yeah, he might have he been running hogs and switched <laughs> off on the bobcat. I mean, it's hard telling. But, yeah, that was a. Uh, but there's been a lot of good hunts that Kevin and I had that ended at the end of the night at the Trinity River. Yeah. And a lot of them. That's I, re I remember one. Yeah. yeah, I remember one. It cost you a $100 bill. Yeah. Yep, sure did. Yeah. And he rolled that, it right out. That like, was when you had your old, what, that old four-wheeler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what the, and as far second as, year I was down yep. here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as that dog was in there, if you'd offered me a hundred, I wouldn't have went and got him. Yeah, he offered yeah. me first. Yeah, you just I looked said, at him. No, <laughs> no. You better add a couple zeros. Yeah, that. I mean, I was gutted that night because we walked a bunch and trader yeah. treed right on the bank of the river, and because uh, that was after that was a late round after I done already hunted yeah. two late rounds. See, me, off. me and Ty, me and Ty sat in camp. Yeah, and we had about a twelve pack in between us. Or better. Yeah, you, you know. listened to the whole hunt. Yeah, we hear, we could hear the dogs out the back door from camp. You know, they'd hunted late round of camp. That was on Tuesday night at Jewett. Mm -hmm. It was the first night of the week. And Trader had got in, and you made him hunt it off. Of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he does. Oh, yeah. And uh, I Trader, like them donuts in town on yeah. the way back from the late <laughs> rounds. <laughs> and Trader ended up at the Trinity River. And the closest we could get to him was like 1.7, 1.6. Yeah, because he, like was, he was in... The cane farm, mm -hmm. but he was too far to the north to get any closer yeah. to him. And that's when... And so we got up there it on was the flooded. four wheeler. Yeah. And Jed told Ty Anderson, he said, I will give you $100 to go in and get that dog. And to Ty's credit, 
I didn't even get a good nap in, and he was back yeah. with that dog. Yeah, he went in, knocked that tie can walk. Yeah, he could. Yeah, yeah, he went in, got that dog, come back, and you and I were sleeping underneath the pecan yeah. tree when he come back. Jed goes, "Go get Trader. I'll give you a hundred dollars." I said, "You wouldn't, you couldn't give me Trader and a hundred dollars <laughs> to go get that dog." Yeah. I said, "There ain't no way." Yeah. But Trader done Trader done a lot of winning down here. Whitey won some. Hope yep. won some. And we've talked about that before. Shock's done good in Texas and rain and scent. We're hoping to keep it going this week. But Kevin, you're kind of like a like a uh, outside observer. What's the best dog you've seen Jed turn loose down here? Trader. Was it Trader? Yeah, it'd be Trader. Was that your favorite? Uh, well, he wasn't my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I liked his style. I liked the way he you know, where he would go get treed, and you just had to go to him. You know, you just had to go get him, but he was fixing to, you know, he was going to get on, he was going to get treed. The yeah. worst part was the walking. The worst part was the walking with him, yeah. And the bad thing about Trader hunting him here, and Kevin can testify to this, pretty much when you cut him loose within anywhere, that Trinity River, he was going to be at the river by the end of the night. Yeah. I don't know how many times we would drive back in there, have lights off, you know, don't let him bark in the back of that truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just one of them deals when he get, it just, he, it was like he, he was always bound to be at that river by the well, end Well, that's that. where he ended up that night you was trying to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell that story about that cast. You can have can it. Can I? Go ahead. So I'm hunting Dollar. Jed's hunting trader. We drove down here together. It was my first year. I'd just met Kevin and everything, and it was it was Iola, so it was Thursday. Yep. And uh, trader treated Dan out of the truck and got covered late. Mm -hmm. That dog come in and covered him late. And so he left after Jed recut him. He just left the world. Mm -hmm. He just decided he was going to go find the Trinity River, no matter the fact that he was three and a half miles away from it, he was gonna, just going to go find it. And Dollar had got in there, and Dollar had struck for a hundred somehow. I think I pitched him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, he'd got in there and got treed for two hundred, and I treed him, and he was a mile. He was over a mile. We walked to him. The two had caught him, and so we had to turn around and walk back to another dog. Gene Driggers' boy's dog was treed back behind us. So we went out there and we walked to that dog. And I retreed Dollar. So we walked a mile and a quarter to Dollar, a mile and a quarter back to the truck. A mile and a quarter back to Dollar, and by that time the hunt's about over. And Dollar's treed on the edge, right on the bank of a lake. Mm -hmm. I mean, on the bank, in the water. His back end's in the water, and he's in this root ball. And when we shine, I shine my light down through these roots. There's nothing down there but water. There's nothing down there. And so Jed, the dog that covered Trader, because Trader had took some minus somehow. No, Dollar took the minus after Trader Yeah, but Coon. somehow somehow that other dog was going to win. Because Dollar took the minus for the hunt yeah. when the two got him. Yeah. So oh, that right. put that yeah, other yeah, boy in the yeah, lead, yeah. and he was a pain in the... Yeah, so if Dollar if Dollar got circled, yeah. then... Uh, that boy won. Yeah, that guy won, because he was going to have 100 minus. And that guy had covered Trader for a quarter or something yes, like that. He, he, had he, a, got a, he had 75 and a quarter on Trader's tree. Yeah. And Dollar was at... Two, or Dollar... Dollar had done treat a coon. No, that was the only tree Dollar made. I would have put him at a hundred. Then Trader plus. took some minus. Somehow. Yeah, Trader took yeah. some minus. I think the six caught him. Yeah, six caught him. Six had caught yep. him. Because you struck him for 75 off some junk or something yeah. like that, and yep. then the six had caught him. But anyway. Anyway, uh, this other boy was going to The other guy cast. was getting ready to win. 
And so Jed climbs down over this bank at a lake, and he starts looking in this hole with nothing in it and poking a stick and squalling. And I'd done climbed out of there and seen there's nothing in this hole, and I've done climbed out of there standing on the bank. The, 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 mon- the time's still <laughs> running on the tree. And Jed's squalling and poking this hole and everything, and I know what Jed's going to do. Jed's going to look in there, and he's going to be like, hey, I see it, I see it, and he's going to try to talk this kid into seeing it. He's going to talk to me into seeing it, and this guy's going to lose. <laughs> and while I didn't want to do it too bad, but Jed's... Jed- hey, I am not benning, benning, benefiting from this one No, iota. at that time, Jed, Jed's just trying to win the cash for me because this other guy was a... Pain. I'll just say he's a, he was a real asshole. Yes, and he, he was. didn't. We didn't want him to win the cast either, but whatever. And so Jed's <laughs> down here in this hole, and he's poking, and he's yelling, and he's squalling. And finally, there's like four minutes gone in the shine time, and Jed pokes his head up up over the bank. Are you gonna f and help me or not? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I go over the bank. I'm gonna I'm gonna go just act like I'm looking for something, you know. And I step over the bank and I look down and this coon had went through the hole and was just laying in the grass right next to the hole. With my foot on top of it. Jed was about to stand on it and I almost <laughs> did step on it. And I said, Well, hell Jed, right there's the coon. And Jed looks, I swear to God, Kevin. He looks in the back of this hole where there is absolutely nothing there. He goes, Yep, yep, I got him. I got him. <laughs> And I said, Jed, no, seriously, there's a coon right here. And he looks over and he goes, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I bumped fell that thing was right like... there. And yeah. so we get the boy down there. We see Gene's boy and he, we show him the coon. We ask that other guy. I said, you want to see it? He goes, no, nah, I don't want to see it. So there's three minutes left to go in this hunt. Yep. And so I got to walk my minute. Trader struck. The other dog struck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gene's boy had withdrawn. Yep. And so we had to go out and, and start the time on the dogs. And if they didn't bark, I won and whatever, you know, the hunt was over. And so I get out, we walk my minute, and we're listening. We're at the White Rock Road and we're listening. Where Kevin came and picked yes. us up. Yes, and there's a dog probably at Centerville <laughs> barking, a house dog. And Jed goes, you hear me right through there? I said, no, Jed. I know what tra- – I'm judging. I said, I know what trader sounds like. That ain't trader. Right there. You hear that dog? You need a tree trader right there. Right there. <laughs> and I pick up my garment and I show it to Jed. I said, Jed, trader, I lost him two miles the opposite direction of where you're trying to call him. You need to calibrate your garment. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. Jed looks at him and goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> hey. He didn't want to win the cast that bad the way I looked at it. It yeah. was only $50. It was just a cast win. I wasn't going to get in anyway. But yeah, yeah. I think the only arguments me and Finley actually ever get in was when we's on a cast. I think that's why we own all our dogs together. Yeah, so, and so we, we don't, don't have, have to draw to each fight. other and yeah. we don't have to fight all that's the time. That's right. There you go. All yeah, right. I, fi- I figured that out about Jed on that first year when those, we drawed out four nights in a row when I drawed with him. I'm like, this boy's got some grit to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he... He kind of impresses me a he's little bit. He's mellowed out a lot. That's probably yes, why he ain't winning and he's got a much. dog, And he's got a dog he can call now. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> times are changing. <laughs> I well, should've... back then he just called everybody's dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, call to him to come get yeah. in the kennel. Yeah. 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 I, man, I'm still impressed for another night. Yeah. Yeah. I think, was si- I think was Bella in. was the last dog that we couldn't call in. Yeah. Scent was sitting in their tree on a coon the other night and... Kevin and I walked over there. I said, hey, Kevin, watch this. And we didn't want to walk across that ditch to her. I said, no. Sant, Dad, come. She jumped down, come right over to us. Kevin goes, wow. I said, where'd you get, who, who owns that dog? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to give Reichenbach some credit. We need to get no, Big Tom on hey, here. 
You ask old Big Tom and Josh, they could get her to walk out with them, but they couldn't they get her couldn't to come. They couldn't get her to come. Yeah. So that was all Jet. We'll give some and, credit to Jet. And you want to know the reason why that came about? How's that? Was because I had to swim a river at the Black IP to get her. Because she was on the other side, mm-hmm. and she wouldn't come off. And after that, I was like, Well, right now, you got rain shock scent down here. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them will come when you call them. Yep. Well, scent came. To, I handled her the other night. She yep. she come out to me and stayed right there with me. Kevin him. thought she got ate by a gator the other day. Hey, night. we it, it got pretty western there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were split. She was on the slough tree and she was solid. She was you know barking. Everything was good. All of a sudden she shut up and I hear water splashing. It's eighty degrees. Mm-hmm. You know we the gators are yep. still out and there's yep. there's six in there. You know six. They're small gators, but yeah. And anyway, she shut up, and I can hear her fighting around the tree. You know, not like she's chewing, but something's going on, a lot of water moving. And I'm like, oh, man. Jed had gone over to get the other dog. Anyway, I had to run around there, and luckily she was – the coon had got down is what yeah. happened. She was out there swimming that water with the coon. Yeah. I got you. That happened. That happens down here quite a bit, yeah. actually. Yeah, especially in that slough. Yeah. Got a lot of the buck, buck brush around it, so – yeah. The coons kinda it's amazing what these little coons will climb in sometimes. Yes, I mean, tiny trees. Yep. Tiny trees. About the first, that's probably second or third year I was down here when I stayed at camp. We had Hope, and we were hunting her back here on the slough. And yes. He, and she's sitting out there treating that water. And I start walking out there. You know, I don't, I'm not thinking anything. I just start walking. Kevin goes, you don't want to do that. And I said, why not? And he said, you see all them eyes out there? Mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of look. I'm like, yeah. He said, those are gators. And I said, oh, those ain't gators. By God, they were gators. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know they had them here. So I'm, we're walking back, and right is the, the tube that went underneath the road. We got up to it, and I thought it was a beaver that splashed. It was that damn gator. <laughs> you want to talk about change your attitude about crossing water when it's warm in Texas? Yeah. Because, I mean, it'll stay down here. Last year at the at the uh, shootout, that last night, I was getting bit by mosquitoes down mm-hmm. there below Howells. Yeah. I mean, it was 75 degrees when we turned loose yep. in February. Yeah, it was Two days ago, it was that here. Yeah. Yeah. This this front just blowed in and changed. You know, it, everything's still green. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, yeah, it's I, noticed the yard, I, I noticed the yard was still green when I pulled in. Yeah. Lush green. First time in a long time. Yeah, we don't, we don't get that in January up no. home very often, do we? No. No camp, it's, it's, a, it's a great place. It's special. It is a special camp place. Camp is special. Well, I'm just, like I say, I'm proud that y'all are, that we connected when we did, and y'all get to come share it and yeah. spend the time here every week, you know, yeah. a week every year. And Like Finley, he comes several times a year, yeah. you know. But yeah, and we all would if we had the time. I mean, Jed don't do nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. He has plenty of time. That's right. <laughs> But no, we do. We take, I mean, this is my vacation every year. I yeah. mean, a, a week down here is as relaxing as, as any place on the planet. I mean, there's there's nothing like uh, pulling in down here and opening them two gates. I do wish we could put some cattle guards in. We need in. to put a cattle guard in. I, you know, I, every, that's been, yeah. I bet that's been talked about for six years, too. Yes. Yeah. I know, because I know a guy that can run a mini. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. and I, I know a guy that has a mini that's probably about five yeah, miles how, away. How's this right over there with a the mini? And there's a cattle guard sitting right yes. by the gate. Me yeah. and Jed even offered last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's rent a mini and get that cattle guard set in. Because I do hate opening them gates. But other than that, camp is fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we, uh, I mean, when Kevin and I met, it has been 
a, bl- a true blessing to me because yeah. I've got to do things, you know, I never thought I was going to get to do. I mean, he took me. We went on a gator hunt with Troy Broussard. Yep. Your never, dad come down. And then my dad, the first year it was just Kevin and I went with Troy. And Troy and Kevin been buddies forever. And then uh, the next year I was lucky enough to bring my dad down. And we went on a gator hunt with Troy. And, I mean, we've been very blessed to – very much, and I've I've went to Missouri and hunted with both of y'all yeah, up there, yeah. you know, duck and goose hunting, and I, I'm st- I'm yet to go on the whitetail hunt. Yeah, he, well, that, it that's ain't, where, it ain't from lack of invitation, I, Ellis. I, I understand that. That's where all this started with yeah. the talk of the big whitetails yeah. in Iowa, and yeah, I, you know, I got a spot. Hey, it's hard for me to untrack from here, guys. It is. I know it y'all is. know that. But I, I know one thing. This time of year especially. I mean, I would have a hard time leaving here to go up into the frozen tundra where we live, yes. you know, even to shoot a big whitetail. He could come up in October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so our season opens September 15th for archery. Yeah. We could probably cut you on a pretty good buck then, yeah. too. But I do believe I actually finally got him convinced, maybe next year. That this year. Or, well, yeah, we yeah. are in 2022. Yeah. Get out of here. And we're going to go on an elk hunt with bows in Colorado. That would be fun. Yeah. I mean, finally getting him away from home if for Ke- more than five days. I will say this for the the entire hunting public. If Kevin Ellis goes to Colorado bow hunting for elk, I will go out there and film it. I oh. don't want to tag. I don't want to carry a bow. I don't want to do nothing. I just want to film it. We got a deal going here. Oh, yeah. This is going to happen. Yeah, we're going to have this yeah. all work out. I yep. even get an altitude sickness wrecks me, and I'll still go up there. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. I ain't listening to you whine the whole time <laughs> we're up there. I will well, hire Kev, a cameraman well, before I do that. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the truth of you to hire a new handler. Every time he, every time he plays an entry, I whine about it the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't whine after you win. No, I don't. That's you a, usually that's you a good do. Thing. You do give me a good dog, and a lot of times I win, so it ain't that big a deal. So, anything in closing? We've been out it, been at it for a while. You guys are getting ready to go hunting. Yep. Yeah, I got some work to do for Joy, so I'm gonna run back to the motel and and get some of my emails sent, my phone calls answered, and all that stuff. But anything you want to want to say, Kevin or Ad or Jed? I mean, I've just. Well, I've been truly blessed with yeah. meeting Kevin as long ago as I did. Him keeping me around as long as you know, <laughs> that's giving me that's place hard. and everything. Yeah, that's, that's still that's still to be determined. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it could cr- change any minute. <laughs> it's pretty crazy to think. You know, I you know got to watch both his girls grow yeah. up, graduate, one go off and get married. Um, it's just been a true blessing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have seen, we've done a lot of hunting together. There's a lot more hunting to happen together. Um, I do want to say, because whenever, I'm trying to, what year, six years I've been down here? Seven? Six or seven, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jed had brought all kinds of people that brought me. That's what I was going to say. I'm impressed, Josh, (laughs) that you have been able to hang this long with him. Out of out of all the guys he's brought down, you know, you're the only one that's been able to come back year yeah. after year. Yeah. yeah. Now, Big Tom and Josh have made yeah. a couple of years yeah. with him, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's saying something right there. Well, I mean, Jed. Sometimes I wonder about his choice of friends, and then I think I am one, and so is Kevin. I'm like, so he can't miss all the time, but every right. now and then. Yeah. yeah. You know, you go through a lot of them in life. <laughs> <laughs> 
every year as, as times went on the first couple of years, you know, the guys he would come down with mm-hmm. him, I would ask him about him. Well, I, I've learned now, just don't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> they don't <laughs> they, exist they anymore. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> just don't even ask. It's, you know. Yeah, I mean, it takes a special kind of person to put up with Jed, too, as yes. Kevin yeah. knows. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's like Jed said, it's been a blessing that, you know, the friendship we struck up and, it's just been a great – it's been a good time and yep. going to continue on. Yeah, that's the one thing we talk about with these hounds. And we've heard Jason Doherty say it, Michael mm-hmm. Ward say it, me and Jed, and the people that we've been able to meet. Like, I wouldn't know a Kevin Ellis and, and wouldn't be able to come down here and experience any of this if it wasn't for this awesome sport. Right. And if Kevin hadn't grew up with dogs and hadn't mm-hmm. been there and someone hadn't started this hunt, you know, he never would have met Jed or never had the opportunity to guide four nights, and we never would have been able to be in this place. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just... you wouldn't, We wouldn't even know it existed. No. You know, without no. hunt, coon hunting, a place like yeah. this, and to be honest with you, it's a place I'd live. Oh, it's awesome. You know, just, I mean, the camp, Yeah, I could live here. I was telling, actually, I was telling my girlfriend the other day, I was like, you know, if we're going to get a retirement home, it's going to be right in here. Because yep. there's no place like it, yep. and I mean we can we can search the whole United States, and you're not going to find something like this. Oh no, the hospitality is second to none. Exactly, um, you know. I mean, Kevin, the Kevin is a prime example of the hospitality yep. of East Texas, and Kevin's a special case because even he's he's extra hosp- hospitable, you yeah. know, even compared for here. But everybody's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yep. even you just you just walk into Woody to get a uh, case of quail or pickled quail eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> jo- Josh and them quail eggs, no, man. Oh my! I'm good. surprised we don't got a flat laying yeah, here on the table. Some people yeah. have no taste. I'm telling you, they're delicious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The one thing Kevin and I will agree on for sure That's is right. we ain't eating them. Nope. <laughs> not happening all right gentlemen it's it's been great and kevin thank you again for hosting us i mean it's it's never special enough and everybody that's listening uh if you get a chance to come down to the lone star 5000 it's not just kevin but the jewett club the iola club everybody that's responsible for this hunt does such a fantastic job the it's Cowboy the, Church. The community. Yes. Yeah. I'm mean, going to say the entire the com- yeah. the community, the, the volunteer fire departments. Mm-hmm. Yep. All those volunteers that put this on every year, and it's just, you know, it's a, it's a great hunt. Yep. And and what I realized a long time ago, all, all y'all from the northern states, it gives y'all a place to come. Exactly. To get out of that weather yep. and to come down here yep. And, yep. and enjoy some, some good and the, hunting. The other thing is, we ain't going to keep going back to a place that we don't enjoy. Exactly. I mean, that's one thing about it. I mean, I went to Michigan Madness one year. Nothing against it. We just don't. I don't. I don't like it up there. Yeah. But down here, everybody just needs to experience it. Yeah. Because the hospitality from the it's and it's not just the hunters. It's yeah. the community. All the people that you know. You go into a gas station. It ain't very often that they don't. Oh, thank you. Or yeah. You know, the people are respectful. Southern hospitality is a huge deal down here. And Absolutely. it's alive and well and mm-hmm. everybody practices it and it's it's a it's an amazing place. Absolutely. It really is. You're looking at the Centerville, Crockett, Buffalo, Iola, Jewett, this whole area of Texas, all the way over to I don't know if Shane Allman listens to this, but I used to hunt over there around Lufkin with him and I mean just just great people mm-hmm. all over from the Louisiana border, you know, on east or on yep. west, you know, it's just great. And everybody knows 
hunters and knows hounds and 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 welcomes us and that's not the case everywhere and it's the way it should be yeah i mean to be honest with you and the way people coexist down here the deer hunters the hog hunters i mean that's what makes it even more special it's a blueprint for what the rest of the the country could be if they would just come in and accept it yep yeah and just i mean if they seen it how it does coexist Mm -hmm. it would open a lot of eyes yep but i mean people just it's a place to come experience. Because, I mean, we're it. on, I mean, Ellis Ranch is a deer hunting ranch. Yes. Yep. You guys deer hunt. Yeah. And you duck hunt. Yep. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's until me and Jed come down here and wreck the entire place. <laughs> I mean, that's what you guys but, focus on. You know, you grow big deer. You guys killed some big deer here. Yeah, I've killed in the yeah. last couple of years several. Yeah, you killed deer. a lot of ducks in the slough, you know. Yep. And the thing is, they deer hunt after we coon hunt. Yeah. You see just as many deer. Oh, Am yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people around here understand that. Yeah. yeah. That they don't in other areas. Exactly. You know, them dogs aren't bothering those all deer. These, these you can run a deer all yeah. night long, and he, she's gonna be or he's gonna be yeah. right there the yeah. next morning where yeah. you started him at. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. part of it. And Kevin has 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 fielded some pretty trashy dogs. Oh, <laughs> absolutely! In this place in the last twenty one years, he has he's seen some special ones. I can That's promise right. you that. What'd you guys do last night after we left? I left early. Well, let's just say our new young dog <laughs> decided that he was going to a lake and he found a hog. Yeah. And let me tell you, we went on a journey. Well, we don't turn loose just straight coon dogs on the Ellis place. No. no. What, <laughs> hey, the thing is, it's a big enough yep. big enough property. The landowners yep. around it understand. Yep. If we get on them, we get them off, you know, and stuff like that. And Kevin knows everybody around here. Yep. He's lived here his whole life. So, that I mean, he gives people a heads up. And, you know, it's just one of them deals. They don't see them hogs at 13 yep. months old. That's the first hog he'd ever seen. Yep. And by God... They like them. I'll bet oh, you. Yeah. Well, Con is six. This is my the first trip I've had down here with him. Mm-hmm. And if he'd have went with that pup last night before I put him up, he might have run them. I mean, yeah. he's never seen a hog. You know, they'll run them. Mm-hmm. Dollar I'm, Dollar would run them even though he'd been broke off of them. Yeah, you know, yeah just, he was down here. I mean, one year that I got in the uh, pro showcase with yep. Trader, he was in the finals yep. with me. Exactly. So, And but he'd no. come down here two years later and ran hogs all night. Yep, yep. <laughs> There's plenty here to run. There he is. But no, it's we're definitely blessed, and I hope uh, I hope everybody gets to come down here and experience yeah. it. It's a special place. Uh, it's a special people. Kevin, thank you again for joining yeah, us, thank and thank you. you for hosting us as yeah. always. Uh, Kevin goes above and beyond, and Miss Karen and the girls—they're always very gracious. Uh, everyone's fantastic down here. They have to be to put up with me for 21 exactly. years. It's exactly. A special, it's a special group of people that can mm-hmm. deal with two decades of Jed Finley. That's right. <laughs> and, that is a fact. And, and the trader dogs. Hey, both. and the the thing is, it's the one place that I'm probably not, I'm probably not hated. I'm more liked when I walk <laughs> into a place. That's still debatable, Jed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, they well least, if you've been everywhere else in the country, you'd understand. <laughs> yeah. He's telling the truth. I, I at least it. got I at least got more friends here than I do in other parts of the country. Let's put <laughs> yeah, it that just because you stay here for a week only. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You ain't here all year yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, thanks for joining thank us. Thank you guys. Again. Thank y'all for having me on here. Jed, great. thanks for thanks for being. We didn't even we didn't circle around on any of the last episodes. No. But we're going to call it the circle points anyway. We'll circle around back after the Lone yeah, Star. Yeah, we will 000. circle back to the Lone Star Five Thousand right. circle points episode. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. All right, uh, 
Thanks anything, so much for yeah. both of you. Anything else, else no, to add, it, fellas? Good, good luck to you guys this week. We're going to need it. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. It. It's going to be good no matter what. That's yep. right. Well, hey, we're at Texas camp. Everything's it can't good. be bad. Yep. No. It can't be bad from camp. That's right. All right. This is Josh Michaelis, and this is The Truth on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network. And we thank you for listening, and we hope you keep listening. You Let's guys go have Coon a good Hunt, day. Boys. Let's go Coon Hunt. <laughs>